The following program is brought to you by the Humble Farmer Bed and Breakfast in St. George, Maine. Thank you for listening. You've heard me tell about the very determined vacuum cleaner salesman who knocked on a door down Harpswell Way. The woman who answered said that she didn't have time to look at any vacuum cleaners. But the salesman stuck his hand in through the door and he emptied, oh yes, he emptied a small can of desiccated cow manure on this woman's carpet. And he said right there that if his machine didn't pick up every single molecule of that cow manure, he would eat what was left. And that woman smiled and said, I am so glad to hear it. Central Maine shut off my power this morning. Hi there, this is Clark Terry here, reminding you to pull your bearskins a little closer to the fire. That's it. <laughs> now you're talking to me. Ah, watch out for those snapping sparks. Everybody cozy? Now the good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer. You've worked hard all day, and you deserve to relax now. So stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of music. Thank you. 
Fulton, do I dare say it? Dave McKenna here on the Humble Farmer. Thank you for listening. And this quote of the week, I thank you for your letters. I am the Humble Farmer at gmail.com. This quote of the week comes from a, a man I've known for 30, 35 years. This man used to run my newspaper column in his newspaper in Minnesota. John Hammer says... I don't think you're supposed to understand German philosophers or authors. You're just supposed to do what they say. Even before my time, Rolf was here. Rolf was right here at our home for a couple of days, bed and breakfast guest. Rolf is a German 
psychologist who works with criminals. He's in the court system, works for the government. He's, he's the guy who tells the judge if the youth is simply misguided or if the youth is criminally insane. And I plan to use one of his comments in my next newspaper column for the Portland Press Herald, so please don't listen to this if you don't like spoilers. Rolf said that many people who are insane can speak the exact same language and employ the same terms as a psychologist. And, it, and this brought to mind my story about the college interns who worked with mentally ill people, you know, hoping that those needing treatment would benefit by working with someone who was, quote, quote, normal. But this association, you can understand this, this association thing works both ways. In the following year, the interns couldn't be distinguished from the patients.
Thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer here on your favourite radio station where, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time. I am The Humble Farmer at gmail.com. Love to know what you're up to. Dr. Olga says, and Dr. Olga's been listening to this program for years and years. Dr. Olga said, A friend of mine was jailed for making illegal drugs. It took him two years to convince them he was schizophrenic. Then they let one of him out. sound of John Thyson. Little old lady, Hoagie. We like Hoagie songs. One of my professor friends, who's an expert on what has happened to the New England fishing industry over the past 400 so years, he says, Maine fishermen are being put out of work by big corporations whose pair saners can kill all the vertebrae biota in a cubic mile of seawater in an afternoon. Now, isn't that interesting? By overfishing, the fishermen are putting themselves out of business. And of course, on the other hand, the main lobster industry is protected. Everybody knows this. Lobstering is the closest thing to a socialist system we have in Maine. It's sustainable. It's the reason that lobstering is a sustainable industry. It's protected. You have to leave a portion of the best for seed. Remove the government's regulations on lobstering, 
And these regulations, of course, are supported by the lobstermen because it keeps people like you and me from going lobstering. You remove those regulations, and psh, the lobsters would go the way of the fish. They'd grab them all. Please remember that. You know, successful old-time farmers knew that you have to save a portion of the best for seed.
Mm-hmm. Bring it back to the root, like Sonny Stitt would do. Do you know about Lyme disease and the horrible, nasty little tick things that live on little furry animals in the woods? When these teeny, tiny, microscopic ticks bite you, you can get a thing called Lyme disease. Now, my right knee is better because for a week I've been eating the Lyme disease medicine, which begins with a D, I think. My knee, which swelled up and was as big as a softball, well, my knee, it's still a bit tender, but I can navigate on it. I've had no coffee for over a week now. Of course, that's got... Nothing to do with Lyme disease. I'm just bragging. Perhaps perhaps two weeks it's been since I've had a cup of coffee, but I'll have to have the coffee drug to get my mind in a place where it'll go outside and nail clapboards on the house. Yes, yes, I'll, ha- I'll have to do drugs before I can work. Duane is going to help me, so I have no excuse to not put those clapboards on the house. My... Think about this, my poor wife, Marsha, the almost perfect woman, had a great pain in her arm the other day, you know, anticipating Duane's visit. She got this pain in her arm from writing out a list of things she wanted him to do when he was here.
And in Austin Peterson making most of the changes there. Oscar Peterson got sleeping great belly. And other people here on the humble farmer, thank you for listening. With any luck at all, I'm right here every week at this time, right here on your favorite station, playing old fashioned music just for you. I'm the humble farmer at gmail.com. There was a German math teacher here last week. The other three Germans who were here, laughed at everything this math teacher said because he was very funny. His wife told me that not many people understand his humor. I certainly didn't understand it because although I can read and speak a bit of German, humor is the hardest thing to understand in any language. And if you have to have humor explained to you, it's no longer funny. Now, You've been listening to this program for almost 40 years now, so you know that much of my attempts at humor, you know that much of my attempts at humor involve obscure references. Listen closely. For example, how many people in Maine would know that without Jack Kerouac, Willie Nelson would never have been able to write on the road again.
dum. Let's resolve it. Here, bring it back to the root, please. Scott Hamilton, of course. September in the reign of Henry V. I was going to tell you that Evelyn Waugh wrote one of the most memorable lines I have ever read in the English language. Although I can't remember the most memorable line in the English language, it might be paraphrased, paraphrased uh, thus. Into the face of the young man who sat on the terrace of the Hotel Magnifique at Cannes, there had crept a look of furtive shame, the shifty hangdog look which announces that an Englishman is about to speak French. Now, that's what I was going to tell you, but I'm wrong again. I looked it up. I looked up this quote. I found it, and it is by P.G. Woodhouse. And I've told you about this several times over the years, and every time I still misremember it as a quote by Evelyn Waugh. It is good, though, isn't it? It's worth repeating. Let me, so let me re repeat it again for you to sa savor. You know what Cannes is. That's where they hold the film festival there. Call my friends... We're there at the Cannes Film Festival and somebody stole their cameras and pocketbook and everything else. <clears throat> I'm going to read it again. Into the face of the young man who sat on the terrace of the Hotel Magnif Magnifique at Cannes, there had crept a look of furtive shame, the shifty hangdog look which announces that an Englishman is about to speak French.
did she do? What did she do? What did she do there? Did she raise the third? <laughs> Puttering around here, trying to get ready to, trying to get the next tune queued up. I was day wool gathering here. When I was 15 years old, I got $2 or so for playing for dances. I have played jazz on Bourbon Street in New Orleans, and I played jazz at concerts on the West Coast. I am, or I was, a jazz musician with a clearly delineated taste. I've told stories and played music on the radio for you and my other friends for 38 years, and I'm only mentioning this so you'll know that I know it's nice to have someone come up to you in a parking lot or in a store and say, Hey, Humble, I like what you're trying to do. And then they might tell me something I said on the radio 10, 20 years ago. And this is why I go out of my way to say nice things to any kind of artist or entertainer. If I can't look them in the eye and be honest when I say something good about them, I don't say anything. One day, one day I was at an outdoor cookout not far from two dozen cows, and the entertainment was provided by a long-haired, guitar-playing, bearded young man who sang some of the newer songs, you know, from the 60s and, 60s and 70s. I didn't know any of these songs, but my wife... Marsha, who was born in 1950, said she knew all the songs. Anyway, when this young man put down his guitar and walked over to get a turkey burger, I walked up to him, I approached him, I said, I think you're every bit as good as the Kingston Trio. He thanked me, and we parted with smiles. Now, I want you to know this, it does not hurt to be nice to people. And I was honest, I did think he was every bit as good as the Kingston trio. I spent most of the rest of the evening in a far corner of the field with the cows where I didn't have to listen to him.
Tidum brought it back home. Ooh, I should have mentioned earlier, yeah. I should have thanked you for listening to The Humble Farmer here on your favorite radio station. With any luck at all, I'm right here every week at this time playing old-fashioned music just for you. I am thehumblefarmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. And what do you know about broadband? Radio friend Bev sent me a page that showed that the United States is far behind Korea, Finland, Sweden, and a dozen other countries when it comes to this broadband thing. I think that the size of the broadband determines how fast and how much you can send over the Internet in a certain amount of time. The way I understand the graph that Bev sent me Japan has broadband that is something like 17 times faster than ours. Would you like to have the broadband that they have in Japan? And before you answer this question, first, take the number of emails you are presently getting from lonely Russian women and Viagra and multiply it by 17.
was going to say I'm right on top of it this time. I guess I, I wasn't quite. Almost time to get out of here. Thank you for listening. And here is something that I have believed for around 70 years that is not true. You certainly believe everything your father told you when you were a little kid, so please cut me a little slack, because I heard my father say this many times. It is an urban legend that turned up by chance while I was checking out something else in Snopes. You might have read the article that said that 30% of the people who live in Texas believe that people and dinosaurs lived on Earth at the same time. And because this kind of comment sounds like it came from someone who hates Texans, you know, just wants to say something bad about them, I didn't believe anybody would say that. I didn't believe that that, that could be possible. So I checked it out on Snopes on a, and a couple of these other urban legend sites. And, and that's what brought up this item that I heard from my father that I'm telling you about here. I heard my father say this so many, many times. It is the story about the man who hosted the children's radio program, who, at the end of the show, thinking that his mic was turned off, said something like this, That ought to hold the little blankety-blanks for today. My father told me something that ain't true. Well, myth dispelled. <laughs> Thank you.